The Dr. Zeus podcast, basically, I'm here to give you the real deal. Kind of like what Lou Reed used to do. There's a beautiful thing about Lou Reed. He always said, with headphones, you're mine. But with this podcast, I wouldn't say you're mine, but I want to just draw you in. You know, we're going to talk about movies, music, history. We're going to talk to people. I like talking to people. I like going for walks and talking to people. You know, it's always... I'm, I've learned during this time to just stay in motion. Like when I'm indoors and I have to sit and do something or train on something, I'm just like, ugh, this is... You know, I. it's almost like I want one of those desks. Um, the treadmill desk, you know. It, it took everything out of me uh, when I first had to go back to the gym back in February and get on the treadmill after work. And I'm like, no. And then I would wait for it. I'd be at work and I'm thinking, oh, I can't wait, the treadmill. And now it's kind of like I have to go for a walk. I have to do it, you know. The further I go, the the better I feel. And so that's, that's I think, what this podcast, I, I want to reintroduce myself to all of you, that the Dr. Zeus podcast, I mean, you got to think of it. It's always good to combine things. So my nickname is Zeus and then Dr., you know, like Dr. Seuss, the art, the author, but more so for me, Dr. Who, because I grew up watching Dr. Who and the impossibleness of Doctor Who, but that's why we all love it. Impossible things. So what I try to do with this podcast is think, okay, you know, this basically, I have to do these for myself, not because maybe there's a deadline. It used to be, okay, my deadline is midnight. And I remember I would get sick sometimes and I couldn't do the show and I'd be like, oh, and it's like a punch to the gut when I don't do a show. You know, sometimes I'd be leaving my friend's house and it's like almost midnight and I'm driving and I'm recording a show. But I want, you know, I'm thinking during these times, I want to get back to the love of the show because there there are some funny moments where I would have friends on here and we would just laugh and laugh and I think that's the beauty of this show is like I can't believe we're doing this show I can't believe that I'm able to sit in my room or be in my truck or be outside and record and not so much give my point of view but tell some stories and I want to thank the beautiful piece of wisdom that I received tonight and I'm forever grateful now it's like okay now you know why why do I want people to listen to this show because I want the show to be ageless I want you to be able to hear this show they hmm you know I never thought I'd listen to Tool before but I'll give them a try or I never thought I'd listen to Nina Simone before but I'll give her a try you know, when I was growing up, I never even thought of who Billie Holiday was. And then I remember I was in high school and I worked in the library because, you know, you would work as a credit. 
you know, you'd either be a teacher's assistant. And so I worked in the library. And I remember someone came in one time and they were looking for Billie Holiday. And I thought, well, you know, I've never listened to her records. Just that right there. I started listening. This is before iTunes. So I'm having to go out and get these CDs and listen to Billie Holiday. And I heard the early versions of God Bless the Child. And I went, oh, okay. But then I heard the later versions. And I went, oh, okay. I, I understand now. I get it. It was so beautiful. Um, there's something fresh when you're 17. And you listen to this artist who has been gone way before you were born. You know, when my parents were little to people that I listen to today, like Tool, you know, like the late, the great Chris Cornell, Soundgarden and, and Audio Slave. And a couple of years ago, you won't ever hear me do this on this show because this is just not the place. We were in Hawaii for a family trip. And I'd never sung live in front of people before. I mean, I had in high school, but that was for with friends. I had a really good friend whom I miss dearly. And I've been looking through my yearbook and looking for her on Facebook and I can't find her. Um, but I'm not going to say her name on here because I need to find her. And when I do, because she had this love for country music and I didn't particularly like country music. Then I remember she told me about the Dixie Chicks, and I heard the Dixie Chicks. I remember we would swap CDs. Remember when you could swap CDs? And she lent me her Faith Hill CD. This was in the 90s. And I went, whoa, that sounds really good. And I had this kiss and all that. And I lent her my 112 CD. And I remember we would sit outside during study hall and sing country songs. She taught me a bunch of country songs and I miss her dearly. I don't know where she's at. I think if anything with this show, I want to bring people together. I want to bring all the ages together, you know, and talk about everything. I mean, I think people are surprised that I can talk about the third man, which was made way before, before me. That's my grandparents era. With Orson Welles and Joseph Cotton. Joseph Cotton, who really didn't get his due. And then turn around and talk about, you know, Lemmy Kilmeister from Motorhead. It's a beauty of this medium, you know. I remember, I, I didn't grow up listening to Motorhead. I discovered Motorhead accidentally. I knew of the Ace of Spades. And then in 2012, I think it was the Audience Network, they were playing Lemmy, the documentary. And I watched it. And I was just fascinated. Who is this man? I love his sense of style. I love his sense of just music. He lived for music. People think that Prince ate and breathed music, and he did. But Lemmy, Lemmy really ate it. And he lived it, you know, and if anything, that's what I want my listeners to take away. It's like, oh, 
there's all these different things that I can take from your show. And so, yeah. And so that's the Dr. Zeus podcast in a nutshell. Is that Lou Reed effect. I loved Lou Reed. I remember the first time I heard... I, I was watching an interview. And he had this just this, this voice. This, you know. Like everything that I was going through. He understood. He was singing, you know. Beautiful, you know. Perfect day. And I think a lot of us first heard Perfect Day. In train spotting, and the beauty of it, and um, that's such an intense movie, you know. That is so intense, and to hear him tell stories, you know, about Andy Warhol, <laughs> they're really funny. He would say to him, "This is just an example." He would say. How many songs did you write today? And Lurie would say five. And he says, you know, Andy Warhol would say, you'll never make your, make, you know, be anything if you just sit around and doing nothing. I think that's how he said it. I'm, I'm just, yeah, <laughs> I forget the word that my professor would use, you know. And also, I feel right there. I just said the word professor, friends. A few of my former professors are my friends. And so they have, you know, the uh, refrigerator magnets of this show. So I feel I don't just owe it to them because, you know, they taught me the love of the arts and humanities and international relations. And one of my friends who was my professor has traveled the world and has such a beautiful open mind to things and I will say as a professor I'll never forget we were we would go to her class it was always a fun experience to go to her class and I remember one night Someone comes in and she says, hey, stop with the negativity. And she said it in a very nice way. And I understood because she wanted you, even though you've had a hard day, to know that you can still do it. You know, don't talk yourself into that black hole of, oh, I can't do it. No, 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 no. So I understood because she always wanted us to have hope, you know. And that's a good thing. And so with the Dr. Zeus podcast, I want my listeners to have hope, especially during these times. You know, when I first started to record the show, I wanted to give myself some hope that I could basically release everything that I was dealing with daily, which was a lot of BS. Maybe it was by my own hand and by the hands of others because you know we make no I shouldn't say that we don't make our reality because sometimes things happen we're, we're in a headspace and I tried to do this show in 2012 that I couldn't conceptualize 
how to do it. So, you know, but I want to I want to give big up and and respect to my friend who um, I I wish he would do a podcast because he has such an amazing voice and, and an amazing story. I mean. I mean, I'm not going to tell his story, you know, but he's had a long, long road in media and I learned a lot from him. He's seen it all. You know, I remember we would talk about movies and he would say, well, you know, this one was edited really well and this one wasn't, but I still loved it. I, I loved how he would always tell me that, you know. Um, and then the, the cherry on the cake is if you get him to laugh, he has a beautiful laugh and I hope, you know, after all of this is said and done, I can do a lot of traveling because I've always told him I'm going to come and see him. That's always been my goal is to not so much see the sights where he's at, but to go and see him, you know? Um, so yeah. And the beauty of this podcast is to just touch all of you. I know that sounds like a silly thing, but during these times. And so this is, I guess, a new beginning of the show. This is, you know, I'm going to start off telling you what what we're going to do tonight. You know, I mean, shoot, I probably sound like a professor already doing that, you know, because the professor usually says, okay. Tonight, we're going to have an exam. I hope you studied for it. Oh, no, wait, it's a pop quiz. Then they always get you right there, you know. But most of my favorite classes, it was easy. Or I wouldn't say it was easy. It was I already had the knowledge, and it expanded the knowledge, you know. Art class, history. I think I, I meet a lot of people who don't like history, and I'm thinking, well, how do you not like it? You're a part of history, you know? We're all a part of history. History is ongoing. It's continuous. It doesn't stop just for one thing. It continues. There's always something new happening. It's like a train. It's it's like Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin is like a train. They are continuous. Even when they're playing a slow jam, it's still a well-oiled machine. It That engine is just going going that's the beauty of of metal music i a lot of you probably don't listen to metal music but it's a it's an it's an engine and it just keeps revving it's like the human heart right there and as always unpleasant dreams and i say that for my cousin because she believed in this show early on we both love elvira one day i'd like to have elvira on the show so unpleasant dreams